This is a podcast from WOR. Tired of losing money in the stock market roller coaster? Frustrated with the government taxing you into oblivion? Worried about inflation? How do you prepare for so many financial uncertainties? Welcome to the show that will help you develop your game plan. The Financial Quarterback with Josh Jelinski. Josh is a noted financial advisor and president of the Jelinski Advisory Group. And he's here to answer your questions. Call into the show at 800-321-0710. 800-321-0710. Now, let's kick off your financial future. Here's Josh Jelinski. Good morning, everybody. This is Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback, coming to you live. And we're joined on this uh, Sunday after the election for a post-election special edition of the broadcast with Jared Dillian of the 10th Man Newsletter for Malden Economics. Good morning, Jared. Morning, Josh. Great to have you. So uh, many of our listeners read your work. Uh, They can find it. Uh, What's your website? You've uh, many different publications, the Daily Dirt Nap, etc. Yeah, the the free newsletter is the 10th man at MaldenEconomics.com. That's a good place to get started. Okay. Great. So you wrote an article for the 10th man on the seismic shift that occurred on Tuesday. And and why do you think that occurred, number one? And then we're going to talk about some investment plays that you can make, uh, some potential opportunities to seize and risks to avoid in light of the election. So what... Uh, why do you think the seismic uh, shift occurred on Tuesday? You know, it's funny. Um, uh, I've talked to a lot of people since the election. And, um, you know, if you if you have a Facebook account, if you go on Facebook, Facebook is a raging dumpster fire right now. A um, lot of very upset people. And sort of what I realized um, – the day after the election is that I hadn't, I wasn't really conscious of it while it was going on, but you know, the last eight years, there's been a lot of condescension towards conservative people. Um, and I'm, you know, I was not a Trump supporter. Um, but, um, you know, the day after the election, I started to become aware that, you know, this eight years of condescension had built up and, People, you know, shows like, you know, John Stewart and John Oliver and Samantha B and Trevor Noah and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Shows re- I choose re- not to watch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't even watch them anymore. They're, like, like they're so condescending to yeah. really so American values. Exactly. I look at I look at everything in terms of, you know, from a from a psychological standpoint. I mean, that's sure. my. That's that's my sort of edge in the markets is to think about market psychology, and I really think that you know a certain portion of the population was just very tired of being talked down to. Um, so you know, I mean, what it means you know from an investment standpoint, there's all kinds of really uh, 
cool stuff going on, all kinds of opportunities that have happened since the election. Now, special note on that area of the election being the revenge of the condescended uh, or the revenge of the deplorables, whatever you want to call it. Interestingly enough, I, I don't know if you caught the Showtime original series called The Circus. You ever see this? No. You should watch it in view of your latest Tenth Man article because I, my father-in-law and I were watching it. Uh, we sp- we're, we're spending the weekend with my in-laws, having a good time. And he has showtime, so I said, Dad, we gotta, we got to turn on uh, the circus, because I'd heard about it. We watched last week's episode, and I was amazed at the crowds that Trump was getting that we were never allowed to see in mainstream media. And the good thing about this circus is you see the crowds, the volume, and you would always, you know... After a while, you got so sick of Trump saying these things, you thought, hey, you know, maybe it's just a ploy. I don't know if you remember, whenever he would be, you know, CNN would feed him in, or even Fox News, whoever, uh, MSNBC, they would, he would tell the media to pan the crowds, but they would never do it. And in the circus, you see the crowds, you see the volume, and you see the energy. Which, you know, the media did a huge disservice to all of us. Number one, with uh, polls that told us what they wanted us to know. And and they're running for the hills. They're telling us that, oh, you know, it was the methodology. Well, we all knew that the methodology of turnout would be less in certain sectors of the population because Barack Obama wasn't on the top of the ticket. But then when you see that we were never given the full orbed view of the crowds we were when barack obama was running for president but not when donald trump so i thought that was interesting so you might want to catch that and and any of our listeners so uh it it, it was fascinating it it showed the seismic shift a week or two before it even occurred but we were not allowed to see that because of the the american news media has become much like pravda was uh, to the Soviet Union. They sort of tell us what they want to tell us. And uh, it, it's, it's pretty crazy that, that you can't trust your news media sources anymore. So uh, any other comments on that before we move to some investment plays? No, I'm excited to talk about the investment plays. Let's get going. So <laughs> let's get going. So what are the opportunities to seize after a Trump election? It is... Have you turned from bear to bull now? I mean, I know you were you were changing over the last six months to bearish. I am. So, yeah. So I've been, you know, um, getting increasingly bearish over the last six months, which was, I think, an okay, a pretty good call. The, the thing to understand about what's just happened is that we are in the midst of an optimism trade. An optimism trade really for the first time – I mean, people are comparing this to when Reagan got elected in 1980. And Trump is not Reagan, but I think the comparison is apt because in both circumstances, we were coming off a period of the hyperactive regulatory state, um, high taxes, um, and you know, we never grew, at least I don't think we did. I don't have the numbers in my head, but I don't think we grew over 3% under Obama. And now a lot of people are looking around and they're saying, we're going to 
roll back Dodd-Frank. We're going to roll back the Volcker Rule. We're going to do something about Obamacare. We're going to roll back the regulatory state. And people are like, businesses can breathe again for the first time. Um, and so what we're seeing in the stock market is optimism trades. So banks are rallying. That's an optimism trade. Energy companies, healthcare, that's optimism. And tech companies are selling off um, hard. Social media is a huge loser in this election, a huge loser. And full disclosure, I am personally short Facebook. I shorted Facebook a couple weeks ago. So, But the one trade, the number one trade that's part of this optimism trade is the bond market is going to sell off. Interest rates are going higher for sure, and that is the, the number one thing that we have to prepare for. Now, that's a good thing to the overall economy, but it could be a disaster for certain portfolios. Explain the dichotomy of, of the rising interest rate environment that we may face. Well, it's going to be good for banks because um, the yield curve is steepening. All interest rates are going higher, but long-term interest rates are going up faster. So the yield curve is steepening. So banks who are borrowing short and lending long can make a bigger spread. So that's helping the banks. But as you said, it's going to hurt a lot of investors who are overweight bonds in their portfolios. And as, as you know about bond math, you know the duration of some of these very low coupon bonds that people have is very high. I mean, the duration of the on-the-run 30-year is about 20. So a 1% change in interest rates means a 20% loss of principal in that bond. So if interest rates back up to 3 3.5%, you're going to see massive massive losses in treasuries, which is one of the reasons why I'm still comfortable holding on to my short position in stocks. And what does this mean for those listening who has 401ks with bond fund or bond index funds? Uh, couldn't be a good thing. So my experience with individual investors is that they are they have a mix of stocks and bonds in their portfolio for diversification purposes. Because usually when stocks go up, bonds go down. And when bonds go up, stocks go down. And they usually balance each other out. But the problem is, is that in the last couple of months, the correlation between stocks and bonds, which used to be negative, is now positive. So the stock market and the bond market are moving together. Um, so the diversification benefits go away. It actually it doesn't help having a mix of stocks and bonds. And but most individual investors don't, you know, unless they have a background in finance, they maybe have a vague understanding of the relationship between bond prices and interest rates, but they probably don't know the math. They probably don't know about duration or convexity, and they don't know that even a small change in interest rate can inflict massive damage on their portfolios. Hmm. Well, th 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 this is certainly good stuff. We're with Jared Dillian of MoldenEconomics.com, author of The Tenth Man and The Daily Dirt Nap, as well as Street Freaks. So uh, find his work on Molden Economics, and you could call us 
at 888-988-JOSH for the no obligation review if you're concerned about what to do post-election. If you have bond holdings in your portfolio, you don't want to miss our no obligation review. Give me a call this week. I'll be in Princeton, New Jersey, Red Bank, New Jersey, Hackensack, Short Hills, Melville and Long Island, New York City and Tom's River. Uh, schedule meet and greet now, 888-988-JOSH. And we'll throw in a copy of Ali Hashemian's latest book, Overtaxed, as a free gift. But you got to call us now. 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-JOSH. Also, in this rare treat to have uh, Jared on, if you have a question for Jared, call us now. We're going to open up the phone lines at 800-321-0710. We'll be back in a flash. Don't Tax-deferred vehicles such as 401ks and IRAs sound good up front, but did you realize that when you retire, you'll have to pay taxes on all your earnings? You can legally minimize your taxes when you withdraw retirement funds with tax-free IRAs and other tax-favored accounts. Call the Jelinski Advisory Group now at 888-988-JOSH. That's 888-988-JOSH. To learn how you could enjoy a higher standard of living with these tax-favored accounts, make sure you don't get blindsided by taxes on your retirement plans. Call Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback, now for a complimentary one-hour consultation to empower your financial decisions. Leave your checkbook at home. They will not sell anything at this meeting, but they'll educate you on your many options in retirement. In fact, if you call right now for one of the complimentary no-fee tax-fighting reviews, they will give you a copy of the book Tax-Free Retirement as a free gift if you call within the next three minutes. Call 888-988-JOSH. That's 888-988-JOSH. Now let's get back in the huddle with the financial quarterback. Bright light said it gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn, so get those stakes up higher. There's a thousand pretty women waiting out there. They're all living the devil may care. And I'm just a devil with love and spare. So fever, Las Vegas. Fever, Las Vegas. How I wish that there was This is more Josh Jelinski. The financial quarterback with Jared Dillion talking about what to do post-election. So you're liking the banking sector. Uh, what about insurance? Do you like the insurance sector? Yes, absolutely. And uh, what other sectors are you liking? Uh, People are saying energy, but how energy? Well, you know, it's interesting. Um ACI, I think, just came out of bankruptcy a couple of weeks ago. Arch Coal, Coal is going to be back. Uh, I think you know if you're if you're not a fan of Donald Trump and you're looking for something to be upset about, I think probably the environment is a big loser here um, because you know everything that's been done from an EPA regulatory standpoint sure. to the coal industry over the last eight years is going to be reversed. So it's a good thing for miners in West Virginia and other places, but yep. uh, environmentalists are going to have a conniption. 
Yeah, the the uh, and the fracking crowd, and I'm sure all of those as well. So uh, coal could be a big winner. Uh, will, will MLPs come back, or, or or are they dead for a while? Uh, I mean, MLPs are also uh, have interest rate sensitivity, so I'm not so sure about that. Yeah, you, you know, okay. And now on the idea of technology, some people are wondering why. Why are technology companies going down the last week? Uh, you know, they don't understand the cozy relationship between the Democratic Party and big tech. But but maybe break that down so listeners can understand that. I mean, that is a very cozy relationship. I, I, Google is also getting hammered. Um, you know, Google has been working, you know, they've shook hands with the government um, for the last eight years. And... Uh, <laughs> the relationship between Silicon Valley and um, the U.S. government has effectively just ended. Um, so I see significant downside for social media, for tech. Um, it's, it, I mean, it is a big change. It is a big change. Sure, no, definitely. And what other uh, risks do you see? Uh, we, we were talking bonds uh, and I still don't think people understand how risky bonds are right now. So maybe maybe explain that. Okay, so you know, in a little more detail, you mentioned convexity, um, you mentioned rising rates, and all that. But I, I don't think the average person gets it still. Okay, so let's say you have a ten-year note, a ten-year Treasury note. Um, now, there's a term that you have to understand called duration. And duration basically has two definitions. The first definition is it's the weighted average time to maturity of all coupon and interest payments. And the second definition is it's a measure of sensitivity of the bond price to changes in interest rates. So you can actually measure that sensitivity. And there's a thumb rule that says the duration of a bond is approximately the percentage change that it will move for a 1% change in interest rates. So a 10-year note has a duration of about nine, nine years. So if interest rates go up 1%, the value of that bond will go down 9%. Now this actually happened back during the so-called taper tantrum during, I think it was 2013, when Bernanke was thinking about raising rates and 10-year notes went from 1.8% to 3% very quickly. And the market became, you know, very sensitive to interest rates. And at the time, what was going on was Apple issued their first debt. They had a $10 billion debt issuance, and these were 10-year Apple bonds. And people bought them, and they lost 10% of their value within a month because people were suddenly like, oh, my God, these these bonds have interest rate risk. Like, we never had to deal with this before. We have had interest rates going down, except for a brief break in 1994. Interest rates have basically been going down for 35 years, and people don't know what it's like to invest in a rising interest rate environment. And, when, and, and if you're a bond investor, you're pessimistic by nature. You're thinking bad things are going to happen and bond prices are going to go up. Remember, this is after the election, this is the optimism trade. That trade no longer works anymore. 
Hmm. So tens are above 2% now for the first time in a long time, and interest rates are headed higher. Hmm. Next, we have Kitty, who has a question for Jared. Go ahead, Kitty. You're on with Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback, and the 10th man's Jared Dillion of MaldenEconomics.com. Go ahead, Kitty. Uh, good morning. I was just off because they told you to turn off the radio, so I'm not sure what the last person asked. But my question is in reference to U.S. Treasury long-term funds and aggregate bond index funds. <laughs> Should I sell them now and just take the loss before it gets worse? Well, we can't, we can't um, issue any buy or sell recommendations over the air. You could schedule a review with me at 888-988-JOSH, but, but Jared, you can answer that generally. So we can give you. I can offer. Tip. I can offer. I can offer an opinion on interest rates. Um, you know, I. You know, I said that interest rates are going down and have been going down for thirty-five years. You know, basically, t- ten-year interest rates have gone from fifteen percent in nineteen eighty-one to one point three percent about six months ago, and now they've just gone to two percent. Um, they're probably. My forecast is that they're going to go much higher. So so that would be negative for the aggregate bond indexes. Yeah. And and doesn't look good for them. Now, people have been saying that for years and it hasn't occurred except for the tape the taper tantrum. However, this is different. People are suddenly bullish. I have never I have not seen this in years with the average person on the street. Now, I've seen this doing this show that the last eight years, there was conservative, pent-up, not only anger, as we saw on Tuesday, uh, that was taken out of the election, but also uh, people were just holding cash because they were concerned about where the stock market would head. Now I could see a flood of that cash head to the stock market, uh, and it could be a very bullish thing. Any other follow-ups to that, Kitty? Before so, we let you go. once again, for everybody in the audience, you don't see the interest rates going down. So it's time to move, correct? I don't see interest rates going down. I don't. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks. Now, there, there, is, there, is, there is a narrative by Lacey Hunt and others that, that you know, and, you know, Harry Den and all those that we're going to have – Worse things to come in the economy. But I always say, and I don't know if then the telltale sign of a bull market ending is when everyone's optimistic. So I think we could see a year, a year and a half before we see that financial, you know, the chickens coming home to roost, two years. And maybe this is that late stage of the bull market uh, being ushered in. What say you, Jared, on that? Well, the one thing to keep in mind here is the Federal Reserve. Um, there's been some talk that Janet Yellen would resign, which I don't think she will. Um, there's been some talk that Donald Trump would get rid of her. I don't think he will. Uh, her term is up in January of 2018, so she can serve a little over a year. Uh, the Fed is going to have to make policy for a year under Trump's presidency, and by the way, there's two vacancies on the board of governors, so Trump can fill two positions. Um, the, this Fed is 
all made up of Obama appointees, you know, with the exception of the regional presidents. But the Fed is entirely made up of Obama appointees. And they have no political stake in keeping interest rates low for a Democratic president. I think it's very likely that, especially if the stock market... Continues, you mean of keeping them low for a Republican president? Did you, yes, did you misspeak? Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I did. Sorry. So I think it's very likely the Fed will raise rates multiple times in 2017. So one of the things you have to keep in mind is, yes, there's a lot of bullish optimism that's going on. But if the Fed is in play for multiple rate hikes next year, that could cause a. Um, now, do you think that could cause a steep correction? It could if they if if we start if the curve starts pricing in multiple rate hikes. Right mm -hmm. now, there's only if you look at where Fed funds futures are going out a year. There's only one and a half hikes priced in out to the end of 2017. So, you know, there's a lot more to do. And and they don't really care what, what happens with the policy decisions. And, and like you said, that they're mostly Democratic appointees. So that, that's all. I mean, well, Jared, uh, it's always a treat to have you on. And people can find out your work. Uh, tell everybody your website again. So MaldenEconomics.com. You can find the 10th Man, 10th Man newsletter and sign up for free and read my stuff every week. Always a great uh, guest. Thank you, Jared Dillian. Folks, we're going to open up the phone lines at 800-321-0710. If you have any financial questions on your portfolio, give us a call now, and I'll give you a copy of the free book, Overtaxed, if you schedule and keep your no-obligation review. So 888-988-JOSH. 888-988-5674. That's 888-988-JOSH. We'll be back after this with your calls. Tax-deferred vehicles such as 401ks and IRAs sound good up front. But did you realize that when you retire, you'll have to pay taxes on all your earnings? You can legally minimize your taxes when you withdraw retirement funds with tax-free IRAs and other tax-favored accounts. Call the Jelinski Advisory Group now at 888-988-JOSH. That's 888-988-JOSH to learn how you could enjoy a higher standard of living with these tax-favored accounts. Make sure you don't get blindsided by taxes on your retirement plans. Call Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback now, for a complimentary one-hour consultation to empower your financial decisions. Leave your checkbook at home. They will not sell anything at this meeting, but educate you on your many options in retirement. In fact, if you call right now for one of the complimentary, no-fee, tax-fighting reviews, they will give you a copy of the book, Tax-Free Retirement, as a free gift. If you call within the next three minutes, call 888 Josh. That's 888-988-JOSH. Now let's get back in the huddle with a financial quarterback. If you're looking for trouble, you came to the right place. If you're looking for trouble, just look right in my face. I was born standing up and talking back. My daddy was a green-eyed mountain jack because I'm evil. My middle name is Green. 
Hold on, you mess around with me. Is Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback, taking your calls on all matters financial? If you have questions on the stock market, Medicare, Social Security, the election, give us a call. 888-988-JOSH. 888-988-JOSH. Now, if they don't raise rates and we go through this correction... Uh, due to that's an interesting point I didn't you know I didn't think about um, you know they're not going to upend the Fed I, I don't think Trump's obviously he's going to appoint two of his people as soon as he can but they'll still be overweighted with Democratic appointees and uh, they may not care about you know similar to what we saw in the early 80s so there could be some some interest rate upheaval next up joe you're on with josh Josh jelinski the financial quarterback on our listener call in line at 800-321-0710 go ahead uh josh uh, yesterday you had a woman that uh her husband passed away she was making like a thousand dollars in social security a month and she remarried and the husband now made uh like uh, three thousand dollars a month and you said that she was getting shortchanged. She should be making half of what he makes. Now, my wife is making like six eighty four uh, after deductions, sure. and I make eighteen fifty eight. And uh, if you if you're saying that I should get half, or she should get half of what I make, she should be making nine hundred twenty nine dollars uh, a month. And uh, you know, unless uh, she took it early. Like at 62. She took it at, I believe, at 62. Well, then that that explains why. Oh. I mean, you can call us for a no obligation what to do with Social Security Review. We'll be able to tell you if they made a mistake or not. We have seen listeners who have called us for the no obligation what to do with my Social Security Review at 888-988-JOSH. I'll make that available to you at no charge. We'd love to get to know our listeners. Uh, we're all all over the area this week. Short Hills, Princeton, Red Bank, Melville, and Long Island, New York City, Tom Shiver, and Red Bank. Uh, tomorrow, Red Bank. Uh, the only reason, it's typically, she should be getting half of yours. Mm-hmm. Now, when did you take yours? 66? Because that would explain the difference. Oh, I took mine. Oh God, I remember. I've been. I'm 84 years old now, and I. I think I took it around 65 or maybe 66. Or, yeah, around that time. Yeah. Well, that could be the reason. But if you want us to double check, we can. You know, so generally I- speaking, if a male or female makes more than their spouse. Uh, the spouse that didn't make as much can receive 50% of that benefit. Well, I don't, I don't understand that. I, 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 like, I can't understand how she's, she went from 1000 to 1500 by remarrying. Uh, I thought maybe because... Uh, well, some of it has to do, depend on... Uh, that. That's why it would behoove you to call us for the no-obligation review. However... If you took it at your full retirement age and she did not, she gets 71.5% of what 
her full retirement benefit would be because she took it at 62. When yeah, you take she, it at 62, you get penalized. Oh, I see. She had to take it at 65, and then she would have been exactly. eligible for the... That's uh, probably the reason. Oh, I don't okay. know until I see everything, which is why okay. I tell everybody to call us at 888-988-JOSH. And like I say, you know, there are literally hundreds, and some would say thousands, of permutations and combinations mm -hmm. with Social Security, but you only have one chance to get it right. That's why call us at 888-988-JOSH. And if you know people who haven't decided yet on Social Security, they should call us as well for that. Okay, I thank you. Great. Okay, next up we have Phil. Go ahead, you're on with Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. Hi, good morning. Um, I would like to ask a question based on uh, the conversation we just had with Jared Terrian. Uh, if you're a, a retired investor and you're living on fixed income, you have highs, you have lows, you've got bonds in favor one, one month and then bonds go up the next month. Why would that matter to somebody who's satisfied with the amount they're receiving on a monthly basis? Because if you have a portfolio that's 50% stock and 50% bond, it's based on what's called the efficient frontier hypothesis. As a market student, if you look out, many of your portfolios are governed by what is called the efficient frontier hypothesis. What that says is blend 60% stock, 40% bonds, and leave it alone forever. Kind of like what you're saying. Okay. There could, there's validity in that strategy. It is not bad for everyone, but it could be problematic when we have a declining, when we have a rising interest rate environment. So what the, pre, the presupposition of the efficient frontier hypothesis is that if you have 50% stock, 50% bonds, or 60% stock, 40% bonds, your bonds will hedge volatility. If bonds are not the volatility hedge because rates go up, then that, uh, that hypothesis that undergirds many of your portfolios will be thrown out the window. So, yes, you can't worry day-to-day -day about the stock investments you hold. But if you're, if you're structuring this portfolio, uh, we actually have a, a second way to look at it called the Total Portfolio Solution. Still believe in diversification. Still believe in not freaking out every time the market goes down. But we re-look at things. Think of it this way. When you go to the grocery store, do you want to buy hamburger meat when it's cheap or when it's expensive? When it expires. Well, you know, right, right before it expires. Not when it expires. You want to buy things when they're cheap. Same thing with equity valuations and the same thing with bonds. Uh, you know, so when, you're, when you have a financial advisor, yes, you want to stay diversified. You don't want every market gyration to freak you out. And you generally want to stay long, but every quarter, you know, 
you should be looking at your investments and saying, or your advisor should, and say, well, where are the intrinsic values today? You know, for example, you don't want to buy things after they've already gone up. So you want to have a shopping list of when the, you know, chicken breast is on sale for $1.99 instead of $4.99. You know, stuff like that. So when I explain it that way, it makes more sense to people. Uh, I'm not trying to have people divert from their long-term investment goals. Uh, One of the reasons, but I do have a critique against a portfolio theory that's over 50 years old. So this is, uh, and that's undergirding a lot of portfolios, the 60-40 split, because it worked in the 80s, 90s, and even in the early part of the 2000s, because bond interest, bond yields were going down, so bond funds were a great hedge against the stock market. Now we see that stocks and bonds are moving in tandem, so it throws out uh, that strategy. So, uh Great point, Phil. Any, any other points before we go for the next break? Can I ask you a follow-up question? Uh, well, what, let's hold you on t- uh, through the break then. And Phil will have his follow-up. And then Lisa, whose mother is Alzheimer's and wants to know the best way to find a better plan for her. Up next, this is Josh Jelinski. The financial quarterback, don't touch that dial. Tax-deferred vehicles such as 401ks and IRAs sound good up front, but did you realize that when you retire, you'll have to pay taxes on all your earnings? You can legally minimize your taxes when you withdraw retirement funds with tax-free IRAs and other tax-favored accounts. Call the Jelinski Advisory Group now at 888-988-JOSH. That's 888-988-JOSH to learn how you could enjoy a higher standard of living with these tax-favored accounts. Make sure you don't get blindsided by taxes on your retirement plans. Call Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback, now for a complimentary one-hour consultation to empower your financial decisions. Leave your checkbook at home. They will not sell anything at this meeting, but they'll educate you on your many options in retirement. In fact, If you call right now for one of the complimentary no-fee tax-fighting reviews, they will give you a copy of the book Tax-Free Retirement as a free gift if you call within the next three minutes. Call 888-988-JOSH. That's 888-988-JOSH. Now let's get back in the huddle with the financial quarterback. My whole life through Loving you Just loving you Winter, summer Springtime too Loving you Loving you Makes no difference Where I go or what I may do You know that I've always been loving you And the song Loving You 
In dedication, one of my favorite Elvis songs, in dedication to my beautiful wife and also to my precious mom, Marilyn Jelinski, who is, who, who is, um, it's her birthday tomorrow. So, mom, happy birthday. I love you. And say a prayer for my mom. She's in a lot of pain, uh, broken ribs and back. And, and thank you to a dear listener friend who actually helped me um, get get help for my mother's back. So now she needs prayer for her ribs. Uh, so uh, the, the the excellent staff at actually NYU Langone did, did great work on her. On her. The doctors at NYU Langone did a fantastic job for her on her back, uh, but now she's having some problems with her ribs, so my, my dear mother is a saint of a woman, and she is the reason, along with the Lord and my father, for what what I've become, and I can only be half the person she is, so love you, Mom. Next up, Phil, and then Lisa, and then Richard. Go ahead, Phil. Okay, um, thank you again for your time. I truly appreciate it, and I'm sorry for your mom, the pain she's going through. Uh, my question is the following. I'm considering moving to a 55 and over, selling my house. I obviously have the money just to go out and buy the condo of uh, our dreams, let's say. But I was thinking about actually taking a mortgage in this low interest rate environment and taking the money from that mortgage and putting it into a relatively conservative investment and paying off the mortgage via the interest payment of the investment. What's your opinion of that, even though I do have the, the cash to... I think uh, that's a brilliant idea. Uh, if the market goes up, uh, you could actually make a positive interest rate environment. Now, you do want to be more conservative with that because it is your house money and there could be stock market volatility, but I think that's a, a wonderful investment and a wonderful idea. Okay, I'm, I'm a big believer of a mortgage in retirement. Why? Uh, many okay. of you have IRAs, 401ks, and when you pull that money out, that goes on your ordinary income tax. And if you have a 25% uh, tax, I always tell people, what's well, better to pay the government 25 or to pay a bank 3 or 4%? Right now, interest rates are still low for the, for the meantime, and people have been talking about interest rates rising for years. So I, I do want to caution that that, that is a uh, potentiality, not a definite thing. Any forward-looking investment could change, and they're based on what we know today. So, yeah, I would love to show you. We actually have calculators that will show you the mortgage strategy and the best way to pay off your mortgage if you call us at 888-988-JOSH. I would love to meet with you, Phil. Okay, Phil, thanks for the call. Next up, Lisa. Go ahead, Lisa, you're on. With Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback, and folks, a lot of good calls. Uh, Now is the time to get your year-end tax planning review. At 888-988-JOSH, if you want to know, should you do more in a 401k? Should you uh, plan for rising tax rates in the future? Because uh, no matter who's the president, it seems like uh, debt's, debt's going to go up, and, and that could mean uh, negative things for the tax environment. Uh, even though corporate rates may go down, personal rates may, may actually go up for some of you. Uh, call us at 888-988-JOSH and meet with me to schedule an obligation for you tomorrow. I have a limited time in Red Bank, Tom's River, Short Hills, Hackensack, also this week, Melville, New York City, Long Island, and a spot near you. 
Next up, we have Richard. Go ahead. You're on with Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. Yes. Good morning, uh, Josh. Um, I was wondering uh, if, if you had an opinion uh, about telecommunication stock based on the change in administration. Uh, whether whether it's a good time to uh, continue to to purchase or or sell. It, it really depends on which companies. I would say it's a company-by-company company thing. I, I, I do believe that if Trump was sharp on this idea, he would stand to break up the monopoly on information. So it's a theme that I've hoped we would have for years uh, with Apple TV and Roku and Netflix and I, th I personally think it's where the future is going, but it hasn't due to cable companies, is you could choose all of your channels. Now, I believe Fios has something like this, but I think it's going to be more like this, where it's almost like iTunes for your TV, where there's a dollar, you know, you pay a dollar for this station, a dollar for that station, a dollar for that station, and you sort of pick what you want. I could see that that would revolutionize telecom and do a good thing for some companies. We do see opportunity in a couple of, of stocks in the telecom sector, but it's not it's not a sector-wide thing uh, due to the election. It really depends on who we believe has the best uh, fundamentals. Does that help? Uh, yes, it does. Uh, uh, without giving you specific uh, company names, uh I guess the the larger companies would be uh, more more uh, appropriate to to uh, consider uh, a, a rise in their uh, yeah. I mean, I, I like blue chips, blue uh, chips yes. over small caps. I mean, small caps do represent greater opportunity, uh, but but they're harder to harder to forecast. So, uh, but but that being said, it depends on which large cap in the telecom sector. So if you want our fundamental analysis review of, of stocks you're holding or stocks you're thinking about, we will do that at no charge. Also, Lisa had a call on her mother. You can feel free to call us back at 800-321-0710. We'll put you right through. Any other questions, Richard? No, thank you. You've been very helpful. And I'll try to make an appointment with you folks here in New Jersey. Yeah, we'd love to meet with you. We have spots available this week in Red Bank, Tom's River, next week Princeton, uh, this week also Hackensack, Short Hills, New York City, and Long Island. I will be making a rare appearance to Long Island too, so call us, 888-988-JOSH, 888-988-5674. And then uh, we're going to go to the phone lines at 800-321-0710. Uh, for, for one or two more calls after the break. If the election results have been a surprise to you, the range of effects could go all the way into your finances. Don't go at it alone. Let us guide you and help you prepare for what's to come. And the solution is to have a long-term investment plan that has protection elements, savings elements, and growth elements, call me now, 888-988-JOSH. Also, with all of this money in 401ks and talk of a Trump presidency, 
leading to increased debt and increased deficit spending, which I, I, I want to say on the alarm, that, that could be a short-term stimulus effect in the stock market for another year or two, but eventually the chickens will come home to roost. You want to make sure that your IRAs and 401ks have not just a savings plan, but a spending plan and a tax plan. So if we are in a certain tax rate environment and all of this spending in the government and 401ks and IRAs, there's nowhere to go for taxes, but potentially up for some of you. Now, down for corporations and down for those of you in the highest tax bracket, which is a good thing. And that will implement, we could also implement some strategies there to help extract money out of your 401k if you've been looking for some time to pull it and to do stuff like Roth conversions. If there's a 33% higher bracket, that may be a good time. So I'll spell out a little bit of that and then uh, talk about why there was such a swing in stock futures after the Trump victory. Up next, this is Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. Don't touch that dial. Tax-deferred vehicles such as 401ks and IRAs sound good up front. But did you realize that when you retire, you'll have to pay taxes on all your earnings? You can legally minimize your taxes when you withdraw retirement funds with tax-free IRAs and other tax-favored accounts. Call the Jelinski Advisory Group now at 888-988-JOSH. That's 888-988-JOSH to learn how you could enjoy a higher standard of living with these tax-favored accounts. Make sure you don't get blindsided by taxes on your retirement plans. Call Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback now, for a complimentary one-hour consultation to empower your financial decisions. Leave your checkbook at home. They will not sell anything at this meeting, but educate you on your many options in retirement. In fact, if you call right now for one of the complimentary no-fee tax-fighting reviews, they will give you a copy of the book Tax-Free Retirement as a free gift. If you call within the next three minutes, call 888-988-JOSH. That's 888-988-JOSH. Now let's get back in the huddle with the financial quarterback. Gordon has a question which was on a lot of people's minds this week. Go ahead, Gordon. Yes, sir, Josh. First, very briefly, I want to just make a comment on the last thing that Jared Dillian said. Uh, my opinion is, uh, for what it's worth, that uh, I would not put anything past the Democrats on the Federal Reserve, and I think that they would have no hesitation to uh, raise interest rates in order to, uh, as often as possible in order to ruin Mr. Trump's presidency right at the start. Uh, given that, uh, my question is, on Tuesday night, the stock uh, futures were dropping precipitously and then came back. And I wondered what, uh, if you had any, what thoughts you had about this. Well, I, I think worldwide, the markets were open. And in Europe and Middle East and, and all over, people were 
potentially uh, shorting the market. And then we woke up and we realized that the election didn't mean the world was ending. So so I, I think that's the obvious answer. And all of a sudden, the narrative became now's a good time to buy instead of now's a good time to sell. Pretty much overnight, things changed, which, which tells you something. If, if rates go up really sky high, things could change right back. If you, if you lived during the time of the, you know, the, the early days of the Reagan administration uh, and, and rates were sky high, so we, we could go back there. I, I personally don't think they're going to destroy their memory in history in order to... I, I think there's a more nuanced response to your, your topic on the Fed because there are still hawkish elements in the Fed. The, the people who've wanted to raise rates for years were conservatives. And now that they see a little daylight, I think they will raise. I, I don't think the December rate hike will be politically motivated. Now, rate heights beyond there could be. Uh, but but I think we are due for a rate hike. In fact, I remember even you saying on the show that you thought these rates uh, being so low were actually a bad thing for seniors. So we want to be careful about how we parse the political elements of it. I, I think it's a, definitely a point to bring up, but I think, you know, you know, maybe the first rate hike I think is normal. And rates, normalized rates, we should be at 3% on a 10-year treasury. That, that way, if we do ever have a market crash, they can lower rates again. And they can have uh, some stimulative tools in their toolbox. So any other follow-ups to that, Gordon? Oh, no, not, uh, not at this time. Thanks. Uh, thank you very much. Great call. Uh, thank you for listening, folks. Another fast. We are the fastest hour in financial radio Saturdays and Sundays at 9, 9 to 11 on Saturdays, 9 to 10 on Sundays. If you miss any of our shows, you can go to the iHeartRadio app, like us on Facebook at fb.com slash the financial quarterback. And Trump's tax plan may impact your returns significantly. If Trump were to get everything he has proposed from Republican controlled Congress, a taxpayer makes between 48 grand and 83 grand would have about a thousand in savings under his plan and these tax cuts could mean things for your retirement plan Roth conversions Roth strategies also what to do with your 401k or IRA but you got to call us now 888-988-Josh 888-988-Josh next week I'll be talking more about the Trump tax plan and what it means for your money 888-988-Josh 888-988-Josh 888-988-5674. If you schedule the No Obligation Review, we will give you the free book, Overtaxed, by Ali Hashemian. 888-988-JOSH. 888-988-JOSH. This has been a podcast from WOR.